Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. Chris Sinzak and Aaron For eight years and running, this is the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my good friend, Chris Sinzak. How's it going? It's going great, man. How are you? Hanging in there, doing good. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, running around like a crazy person. I know, it's that time of year for you, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. It's rockin' pod season. It certainly is. That's awesome. I can't wait. We're going to talk about rockin' pod here today. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about all kinds of cool things. We're doing something today that is six years in the making. I promised a long time ago we'd do this again someday. And it's back. It's Camaro's cutout bin. But before we get to all that... We got to take care of our business, and a business at hand is sweet reviews and recommendations. And here's one, here's two awesome Podchaser and Facebook. Podchaser is five stars, goes like this Got turned on to this podcast by the Growing Up Rock Guys. Met them last year on the Monsters of Rock Cruise. Chris and Aaron are awesome. That, that comes, comes to us from what, Serial Man? Serial Man 78. Nice. That's cool. And thanks to the Growing Up Rock guys for uh, pimping us out on the boat. I love that. Appreciate it. Are that. those guys uh, coming to Rockin' Pod so, this year? I believe so. I hope so, man. It wouldn't be the same without them. Yeah, I certainly want to see them again. All right. And we also got a Facebook recommendation. comes to us from Warren Edward LaRue Baker. And it goes a little something like this. I've been a long time but sporadic listener. That all changed with the Thin Lizzy episode. Now, Decibel Geek is at the top of my listening list every week. Kudos, fellas. Wow. That's a great one. Awesome. I love that. I love Thin Lizzy getting people turned on to the Decibel Geek podcast. That was a great idea. See, that mm-hmm. it's all these things we say, you know, we ought to do that, or we ought to go back to this. We mm-hmm. ought to try that again. And it's these things that, you know, we've thought about doing forever, and we finally do them, and then we realize why we finally did it and that's a perfect example right there and speaking of something that we always love to do last week we had our awesome friend todd zilla back on with so us. so good to talk to him again man we love todd so much yeah he's he's an amazing person amazing musician and as you all heard an amazing storyteller do us all a solid and slide on over to todd zilla's big rocking super duper <laughs> Big Top Fiesta Festival. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, that was it. Is that it? That was a hell of a guess. Uh, Toddzilla's Rip Roar and Rock and Roll Big Top. That's it. Slide on over on Facebook and give that a like and a follow. So, you know, you can just give Toddzilla some love and support. Yeah. And if you're in Nashville, check out his show. It's amazing. Most definitely. All right. So, other favorite people, the Geeks of the Week. These are the people that shared on Facebook and retweeted on Twitter last week's Toddzilla Returns episode. Geeks of the Week this week are Neil Johnson, Matt Ashcraft, Adam Cox, Growing Up Rock Podcast, Ken J. West, Joseph Capone, Brant Cattell, Mike Stewart, Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Shane Aber, Michael Fisher, Andrew Jacobs, Jay Shablewski, Chuck Noseworthy, Shay Hargett, David Glenn, Kristen Schimbeck, Mike Parnell, Sean Cullen, Bill Elam, Greg Troyan, 
Rodney Dixon, Mikhail Burrell, uh, Mark Alden Taylor, Freeform Rock Podcast, Todd Zilla shared it. Thank you, Todd. David Cathy, Aaron Baker, The Bakery Podcast, Todd Cunningham, Christopher Stokes, Rob in the Hood, Twisted Kister, Mighty K27, Tom Smoke, and of course, The, the Mooger Fooger. That's right. Those are our people. The people that get out there, they retweet it and they share it and they let the world know about what we've got going on here at the Decibel Geek Podcast. And we appreciate them so much that we read their names at the top of every single episode. You want to have your name in there with the elite, our favorite people right there, you can have your name put in. Oh, it's easy. All you got to do is share and retweet this week's episode, Camaro's Cutout Bin, Volume 2. Yes, the uh, the Chinese democracy of Decibel Geek <laughs> episodes. Long awaited. It's finally here. But hey, man, I know that you've got a lot going on, man. You've got your nose to the grindstone. You are working mm. hard on making sure that, once again, Music City is the host of the rock and roll party of the summer. Yes. You know I'm talking about rock and pod. Give us some updates. Okay. So a lot's kind of taken place in the last week. Um, so update for guests. Uh, Brian Forsyth from Kicks is going to join I us this year. I saw that, man. That's awesome. And Rhino Bucket. And Rhino Bucket. That's yeah, right. That's right. Rick Rule from Every Mother's Nightmare will be returning this year. That dude is super cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see him again. He was great in year one, so it's cool to have him back. Yeah. Uh, Drew and Jim from Wildside are going to join us. Nice. I know... I, you know, that's a band that's been coming up a lot here lately in mm-hmm. conversation on the Facebook page and, you know, amongst our friends. Wildside, you know, one of those bands from back in the day that maybe came on a little too late oh, yeah. when things were crashing down on that whole Sunset Strip scene. Yeah. But, man, so revered today, and that's awesome that those guys are going to be there. Yeah, and they're... Uh their their album under the influence you know it is kind of regarded as a lost gem and yeah. i uh, i was talking to both of those guys recently and uh, they're both down to do an albums unleashed with us on that album nice. so i think that would be nice. a great a great episode to do I know Rock and Ron Runyon is in favor of that. Oh, totally. He loves that band. Yes. So uh, also, uh, High Vol Music is going to be on as an exhibitor. They're coming this year. That's cool. So, we were just talking about them just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, good old Bill Chavis. Yeah. And then uh, for the podcasts that are registered up to date, we've got Decibel Geek, of course, is going to yes, be there. of course. We're going to be there. Uh, our buddies at Cobras and Fire are coming back. Right on. Kiss FAQ is coming. Sweet, Ju- sweet. Julian Gill and the gang. The Ken Mills Network of Podcasts, <laughs> which is basically like the 20 K- podcasts. It's the KWO. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the KWO. The I Love It Loud cast was announced today. They're going to come. Awesome. And also the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. That's awesome. Yeah. We um, met Bushy the first year. Yeah. You and know, he was, now he's coming back as a podcast. And he's got the beard now because he, oh, he, he has a job where he can grow the beard back out. <laughs> so he can actually be Bushy again. <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah. So if, you, um, if you're interested in coming, and of course, you know, Michael Sweet, David Ellison, you're Yvonne from Danzig, yeah. just a, a whole great list of guests. And then if you're a podcaster, join us, register at uh, rockandpod.com. I mean, that's a pretty elite list of podcasts right there, yeah. but I can see easily a bunch of names that I would expect to be already announced that are going to be there that yeah. are not on this well, list. What's going on, everybody? Come on, fellas, get with it and, and register so you can come back and join yeah, us. Yeah, we want to announce that. Rock and Metal Combat's coming. Yeah. We want to announce that uh, the Canadians drinking beer are coming back. No. We, we Podcast wanna, Rock City. Podcast Rock City. Where are you guys at, man? It's it's yeah. not a true party without you. Yeah, we need all of them. And, uh, and Somebody when, and, tell Guarcast about this. I know. Yeah, that they'd be cool to have. Yeah, yeah. I know, you know, we always want to have new blood join us every year, so we're looking for some new shows. If you know a, a good, cool rock music podcast that would be, you know, have a good time at this thing, let them know. Tell them to come over and yeah. register. 
And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty affordable. I mean, you're going to get a whole lot out of the weekend. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, we're doing that. And if uh, if you're anywhere around Nashville or you want to travel to this thing, we've got a great hotel discount. We've got a lot going on. We've got a pre-party the night before with the Rock and Roll Residency. Got Basically, to, you know, if, if you ever thought about taking a vacation to Nashville, this is it. that's the weekend to do it because you can get set up in the hotel where all the rock and rollers are staying. You can hang out, have a great time, and still have time to go out and explore mm-hmm. down on Broadway and all yeah. that crazy stuff. But come on back to the real party when you're all done. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a great weekend. So, uh, yeah. Stay tuned. More updates are coming. I got more people I'm working on. We're going to have such a blast that weekend. The only thing missing is you. Yeah. So join us, rockandpod.com. Yeah, buy your tickets. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. That's a long time coming. Episode 67, man. Yeah. Way back. Was it that long ago? Wow. 2013. Well, like last time, I love these types of episodes because I don't have to do shit. I just have to react to what I hear. Many, many years. I've been building up for this, and I think we've got something good going on here today because the whole concept of Camaro's Cutout Bin is, man, I'm an audiophile, man. I'm a collector. I I got wrapped into CDs, and now that's what I do. You guys have seen pictures of the old studio where I had my CD racks up on the wall. Man, I got thousands of them, and I'm always looking to add to it. You know, CDs are my passion. Like when I go out looking, if I go out with the wife, I'm hoping we're going to a store that's got CDs so I can at least look and see what they got. I love going to Goodwills. I love going to thrift stores. I like going to the local music shops we have here in Nashville because we got a handful of really good ones here. Mm And I just love seeking stuff out. And I like discovering new things. And the cool thing about CDs is nowadays, a lot of times, you can get them on the cheap. Oh, yeah. And so if with me, if I get an opportunity to pick up a CD for a dollar... I'll look at it and be like, I've never heard of this before. And then try to figure out, is it worth trying for a dollar? Yeah. You know, and obviously there's stuff out there that you're going to look at and be like, no, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to be into that. No, I ain't going (laughs) to like that. But every once in a while you pick up something and go, hmm. Maybe. This might be something. And today we're doing that. I've got 10 CDs that I paid probably about a dollar for, maybe less, a piece. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go through them today, and I'm going to introduce you to some really cool stuff okay. that more than likely nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, let's check it out. You ready? Yeah, okay. Let's do it. All right. Here's the first one. Mm-hmm. This is a band called Detroit. Okay. Simply Detroit. Detroit. It's got a cool logo, right? Looks yeah. cool. It's called Dead Man's Hand. I thought, huh, it's a dollar at the Goodwill. Yeah. It looks rock and roll. <laughs> it does look rock and roll. The guys look pretty cool. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? What the hell? For a dollar, I'll yeah. give it a shot. Okay. So I bring it home. I check it out. I'm reading the inner sleeve, the, the booklet of the CD, and here's a couple of quotes out of there. This has been recorded with no more than two takes per track. Go live. Turn on the Pro Tools. The album was completed in two sessions. That could be good or bad. Right? <laughs> This is going to be good. I wanted to start strong. There's also a quote out of the booklet that says, Special thanks to Bob Ezrin Hmm. for for his valued input. Even though we said, fuck you, we're not doing it anyway. (laughs) Okay. So that could be good or bad, too. (laughs) There's this song you should cover called Just a Boy. Yeah, no, we're not doing it. (laughs) All right, this band is made up 
after I've done the research and checked them out, these are legendary Detroit rockers, including Mike Caton and Steve Dansby on the guitars, Tommy Ingham on vocals, the Johnny B on drums. That's the guy he was famous for, Mitch Ryder in the Detroit Wheels. Hmm. He played with Bob Seger, Edgar Winter, even played with Alice Cooper. How old is this guy? These are old timers, man. Oh, I'm looking at the picture. CD came out in 2006. They're old timers then. Okay. These guys are legends of the Detroit rock scene. I mean, that guy played on Welcome to My Nightmare. That's pretty for cool. For crying out loud. And the man that put it all together is a dude named Ron Cook on bass. And he played with Johnny Thunders. He was in Cactus. And he's wow. mostly known for playing with Wayne Kramer. But again, here's another guy that's like a... Just a part of Detroit, you know, part of that scene. Like I said, I got the CD on the very, very cheap. It was a dollar. The logo mm. was pretty rock looking. The yeah. art on the inner sleeve is a hot chick with yeah. uh, the home of rock and roll written across her boobs. That's rock and roll. And you can see it really well. The, the band looks like badass rockers, so I took a shot. You know what? I wasn't disappointed. So from 2006, this is a band called Detroit and a tune called Hard Rocker. Coming home 
You know the day of my reckoning is coming soon. Well, I hope I get there before the band starts to play. And if I'm lucky and get a helping hand, that's when they all rise up and say, Welcome to the band! Think of that. It sounds like a Detroit rock band. It totally does. I dig almost every song on the album. It's very blue collar. You know, straight ahead rock and roll. Definitely. It sounds way more like 1976 than 2006. Yeah, it's definitely got the old school throwback feel to yeah. it. I like it though. Yeah, it's me cool. too. Uh, sadly, Ron Cook passed away in 2015. And uh, it, it's, you look at it, it's definitely a DIY release. It's, oh, not sure. on, it's not on iTunes. Their website's dead. You can stream it. You can buy the MP3s. Amazon's got one CD v- available for 30 bucks. 30 bucks. wow. But I got my copy way cheaper at the Goodwill. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely worth having for a buck. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a decent song. I like it. That uh, Detroit CD is a great example of judging a CD by its cover, right? Mm, right. But can you judge a band by its name? Okay. Well, let me tell you about Deep Jimmy and the Zep Creams. That's an interesting name. Check it out. It sounded like a winner to me. But I was skeptical because there's really nothing about the cover or the booklet that says this is going to rock. Well, Jimmy is spelled like Jimi Hendrix. Right. So it's the name, it's Deep a- Jimmy and the Zep Creams, it's right? It's a mean- really cool cover. The album cover is kind of weird. It's, like it's a, kind of like, like an abstract Like piece. a weird art thing on it. It looks the, like one of Robert Fleischman's paintings. Have you seen? Yeah. Robert Fleischman does digital art. This kind of reminds me of a little bit of what it, something he would do. I could see that. Yeah. But the album's called Funky Dinosaur. <laughs> like, oh, wait a minute. You know, the band's picture on the inside's blurry. The booklet looks like it was designed by Collective Soul or something. But, you know, still, it's called Deep Jimmy and the Zep Creams. So, you know, it's... Just a dollar. So I bought it. Kind of dug it. 1992. The album's called Funky Dinosaur. This is a tune, I think it's called Haya Garasa. See anyway. 
So what do you think of that? I love that. That's one. pretty weird, though, huh? Kind of cool. I love the lyrics. It's they make great. no sense. No, I, I I think that's actually. I mean, you could see why something like this didn't really break in '92 because it's, right. it's a little off, little off the wall. But you know, as far as just a rock song, I think it's great. Yeah, I guess after I uh, after I did a little research on it, I figured out that they were formed in Iceland with guys like names like Bjorn, Siggy, and Thor. That sounds about right. In the liner notes, they thank Icelandic bands for no competition, so they were forced to go to America. <laughs> they also thank American bands for no competition, so we got a deal right away. Uh. The album Funky Dinosaur was released by Atlantic Records on their East West label in 1992. It's produced by Kramer. Now, I'm wondering about this. That's Seinfeld's neighbor. Well, or is it like in the 90s? You know, this is before it's cool to be an old school rocker. Right. Is this Eddie Kramer? Uh, if it was, I mean, if it was Eddie Kramer. It's Atlantic I'm, Records. You know, was it just him in the 90s being like, just just call me Kramer? I don't think so. The liner notes say, in order to allow the music to breathe while preserving all the nuances and warmth of the voices and instruments, this album was recorded and mixed totally through analog processes. Hmm. That sounds like something Eddie Kramer well, it would does, say. But I don't know. I can't. I don't think he would be working with this band. But never know. It's worth looking into. I mean, who is Eddie Kramer most famous for working with? Well, Jimi Hendrix, Deep Jimmy, and the Zep Creams. Now, now you really got me. Now you got a conspiracy theory. I'm wondering. I'm starting <laughs> to like wonder. The Lost Eddie Kramer album. If somebody knows, let us know. He also you know? worked with Zeppelin. Yeah, that's right. So I'm guessing, you know, <laughs> with might, this, I, something. With all that, the Atlantic Records, all that stuff, they had to have some high expectations. But I'd never yeah. heard of them. You know, no, the name either. of the band made me think it should have good rock and guitar, and it does. So you know, pretty cool. They, yeah. I think they ended up going to. Uh, Going back to Iceland after not hitting in the States and released a few more albums there, but wow. that's Deep Jimmy and the Zep Creams. That was a good purchase, though. Nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. Not bad for a buck. Mm-mm. All right. This one. Oh, man. This one's pretty special. So I'm perusing through the highly discounted CD section at our local McKay's store, and there's a lot to go through in that section. It's massive. And there's CDs in there for anywhere from, you know, five cents to. Mm-hmm. 10 bucks, you know, some nickel CDs there. Yeah, totally, man. I love digging through there, but when you do it, you know, you got to give yourself the time because you're going to go through multiple copies of all you leave behind by U2 (laughs) and you're going to see a lot of copies of monster by REM. I was just going to say that plus all the rappers and divas and boy bands, you know, but me, a lot of boy bands, I flipped through them all. All I'm looking for something special, something that jumps out at me and screams rock and roll. I found this one between a copy of Bruce Springsteen's Lucky Town and Weathered by Creed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Take one look at the dude on the cover of this album. I knew I had to give that a shot. Yeah, he's got, got a Johnny Thunders type vibe to him. His name is Peter Blast. He's an older guy, but he looks like he could have been a member of the L.A. Guns mm-hmm. or maybe even Duff McKagan's dad. Yeah, sleaze rock type. Uh-huh. Yeah. The album's got a weird name. It's called A Plush Horse with a Monkey on a String. Hmm. Not sure what that means. It came out in 2009. Then I flip the CD over and I see a very familiar name. Let's see. Chips Enough plays bass on nearly every single huh. song. Sold. Yeah, I knew that would do it for you. Plus Steve Conti from the Steve New York Conti. Dolls plays on Sweet. a tune. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now, not only have I found something that I never heard before, but I found something that I'm really excited to get back out into the car and play. 
So out of all the CDs I found that day, I pay a little bit more for the ones that I want for my collection, the ones that I want to hear all the time, the bands that I know. But when I bring this out, it's the first CD I throw in. And you know what? That's pretty damn cool. That's the magic of rock and roll right there. I really like how that works sometimes. That's why I go looking for CDs the way I do. I love most of this album on here, but this is my favorite song on the album. This is Peter Blast from 2009, a tune called I Ain't Cursed. Have you ever heard of that before? No. And uh, there's a Johnny Thunders cover on here, too. Yeah. So I, I mean, the look is is uh, intended. But no, that, that's interesting. Yeah. Peter Blast, as it turns out, was in a Chicago punk rock band in the 70s called Degeneration. Not the Degeneration. I don't think, like... No, because Degeneration... No, no, because that's a 90s band where it's the, just They're D. from New York, too. Yeah. yeah, this was actually spelled out, Degeneration. They never oh, made okay. it big. You know, they played in Chicago. I think I read that people would spit at them, throw bottles at them, because they were a total punk rock band, you know, in Chicago in the 70s. 
that's kind of what this new album is here. Well, new 2009, but it, mm. it's a throwback to like 70s glam and punk oh, sure. from a guy who lived it, you yeah. know, and I can dig that. You know, you can tell this album was never designed to move a ton of units, but mm. obviously Peter Blast knew that, and that makes this a really cool, really like honest album. You know, it is what it is. And if you're a fan of the Ramones or Iggy Pop, this is something you're probably going to love. Yeah, and I can hear that. Peter Blast has a bunch of albums available on iTunes, and you can pick up the CD on Amazon for about 10 bucks. And, mm. you know, it really sucks to have to say this because we all together just met Peter Blast, but he recently passed away in November this no this last year, you mm. know, so... That's that's Peter Blast right there. Interesting and if, to catch it now. If you dig that, you know, there's a Peter Blast fan page on the Facebook that's worth checking out, you know, if you want to huh. talk about that or find out more about I, it. I want to look into that I more dig it. Because I like that type of style. Next time we see Chip, we're going to have to ask him yeah, about him. Yeah, sure. All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Not bad for dollar CDs, So huh? far, I'm, I'm liking them all. All right, check this one out. This one is the epitome of... Of an independent release. Okay. And if anybody's ever heard of this band, I'm going to be pretty amazed. Okay. They're called Diamond Dog. This one's brought to you by the Great Escapes $5 CD sale. That's five CDs for a dollar. For a dollar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, well, in this situation, yeah. my expectations go way down because I can cast a pretty wide net. Because if I get two really cool CDs out of ten... Yeah. It's still totally worth it, right? It looks like the the artwork and cover looks like it was printed out on somebody's home printer. Uh-huh. And the, like the But the booklet is glossy and it has all the lyrics. They had to put all the all the money into the booklet and they're like, well, yeah. we, we can go cheap on the cover." But yeah, yeah. It, it's very independent looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a really weird like a car, like a robot cartoon dog on the back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Zero expectations right. when I got that, you know, and it's kind of a mystery because the only information that I have found out about this album and, and about this band is what I found in the liner notes. And like I said, it doesn't offer a lot of clues. It's Steva Allen on vocals, Matt Bryden on drums, David Keege on bass with Mike Smith and Dan Hartzell on guitar. It was mixed and mastered in Loves Park, Illinois, which is the hometown of Cheap Tricks, Robin Zander. Some Chicago people in this. I'm episode. guessing that's where Diamond Dog's from. That's kind of in between Chicago and Rockford, mm-hmm. almost up on the Wisconsin border. They got to be from there, too, because, you know, who would go there to record an album? For a band with so little information about them out there, you know, this, this CD was released 19 years ago. But you know what? It's actually kind of a cool thrash metal album, and it's got some really rocking tunes on it. So here's a taste of that. If you like it a little heavy, I think you're going to dig this. From 2000's Bury the Bone, this is Diamond Dog with The Answer.
mysterious and elusive diamond dog. It has an anthrax feel to it. Kind of a little bit. Reminds me of like a garage rock version of like a GNR Megadeth kind of hybrid. Yeah, it's like a... It's like a garagey thrash band. Yeah, I dig it. I like it. I like it too. I think man. it's cool. It this one surprised cool. me. Me too. Zero expectations and ends up being something I actually it's dig. It's actually pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, diamonddog.net. Well, that's a dead site. But did you know that there's a company that will turn your pet's ashes into diamonds? <laughs> oh, brother. That's what I learned in doing the research. Does Gene Simmons looking, own this company? Looking for Diamond Dog. That's what I learned. Oh, boy. You never know what you're going to learn on Decibel Geek. Again, if somebody knows about this band, I would be pretty amazed to find out. So I'll go ahead and predict that no one knows who this band if you do, is. If you I'll do, I'll be surprised. If you know who Diamond Dog is or if you yourself were in Diamond Dog, <laughs> I want to see a comment on the Facebook yeah. post on this. The challenge has been laid out. Diamond Dog. All right, not bad so far. Mm-mm. Now this one, I don't remember where exactly I picked this one up, but I'm guessing it must have been pretty inexpensive because the CD booklet's missing. I usually wouldn't pick up something with parts missing out of it. I think maybe it's a radio promo disc or something, but okay. it's called Young Heart Attack, and they come from Austin, Texas. So what made me grab this one without a cover to judge it by? Had to have been the description on the back cover where guitarist Frenchie Smith says, we want to make records that teenagers would lose their virginity to <laughs> or get arrested the first time to. You know, and that probably made me think about the bands that I loved when I was young. You know, And that's pretty much what this is. It's like a hard rocking Sunset Strip meets Texas kind of a la Junkyard with some classic 70s Who, Aerosmith, and Zeppelin thrown into the I mix. I like the uh, Kerrang description of them. Yeah. Hailed as... Ragged and glorious rock and roll. Imagine ACDC jamming with the Supremes. Totally. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. My interest has peaked already. That's why I got it. (laughs) And the price. You can't beat it. They also have a unique dynamic with both a dude and a chick sharing the lead vocals. So this tune is pretty great. Pay attention to how this song breaks down midway through and then grinds back to full power. This is Young Heart Attack with a tune called El Camino.
it, it's it's so weird the way it it completely changes gears like yeah. in the middle of the song and then I've never heard a song right do that before. The chaos of the the beginning. The rest of it's yeah. really good too. Yeah, <laughs> it's a trip. I love the album title. Yeah, <laughs> mouthful, mouthful of love. love. <laughs> 2004 why didn't this band break it huge in 2004 yeah. i don't know you know but to me this is a pretty awesome chance find of a band that otherwise i wouldn't even known to seek no. out yeah i i've never heard of this group i mean they've been around since 2004 but they only have 203 facebook likes people <laughs> let's help them out help out young heart attack That's let's, pretty cool. let's get them over 300 likes <laughs> <laughs> something yeah not bad i yeah. like that one a lot all right, so it's back to the five CDs for a dollar sale, and I've got nine cradled in my arms. I've already gone through like 20 big boxes of CDs, and my wife has been ready to go for a while. Mm-hmm. I grabbed this one because I needed to have 10 CDs total, and I was out of time. This band is called Pigpen. Oh, boy. My favorite Peanuts character. And the album's called Bleeding, Drinking, and Stinking. And the cover is a... It's a toddler in a, sitting in a toilet with looks like a carrot in his hand. I don't know what he's eating. Something, but he looks ha- totally happy he looks, to be there. He looks very pleased. The toilet's also baby blue. Yeah, oh yeah, that's classic. This picture must have been taken in like 1983 or oh, something. Oh, totally. Wow. The font used for the album title is the same kind of font you'd see used for like an NWA or Easy E album. <laughs> it is. It's the same. These things might normally be red flags, but like I said, in my CD hunting time oh, is so, is limited. Some you of know? these song and titles it's expired. Yeah, yeah. So I open the CD case. <laughs> I see a picture of a drummer, a bass player, a guitarist, and a singer, and that's all I got to go by. Out of all the albums I got that day, this was the last one that I listened to when I got home. I it was that. the last one I expected to like. So, do you like SOD? Or do you remember when Anthrax was young and still had that silly sense of humor? Mm-hmm. That's the same sort of thing I found with Pigpen with songs like Crack Whore Barbie, <laughs> Fuck Food, More Beer. <laughs> Fuck Food. The Jack Off song. The Jack Off song. And these short but sweet tunes Deadhead Chick and Chrissy.
that's fun. This is the one so far that I'm not going to say I'm totally sold on. No, it's okay. I like it. Um, brought 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 to you from the fine folks at Snot Rocket Records. Oh, well, they brought us so many. Yeah, it's got Brian Russell, Frankie Drunk, Bob Noxious, and Johnny Dweeb. Bob Noxious, Pigpen. Hey, good news. Mm. Pigpen's still around. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They've got new members in the form of Hambone and Busta Hyman. Oh, Jesus. And they're still playing short songs for people that don't have a lot of spare time. Mm. They have at least five albums that I've seen, and they're still the terrors of Tampa Bay. It's pretty cool that out of... Florida, that makes sense. Yeah, it's pretty cool that all these, out of all these mystery bands we checked out today, that these last two have managed to survive all these years later. So show them some love, too, and go give them a like on their Facebook page. And if, if you dig that, you know, go find their stuff. They're still out there doing it. Yeah, you're not going to hear Pigpen on any other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see what else we got here. How many we got We're getting left? down to the end. I got one... We got three left. Three left. All right. So we're knocking them out. All right. Here's another CD picked up solely because it was a dollar at the thrift store and it was a band that played all real instruments. So, you know, okay. why not sometimes? You know, it's a buck. Coincidentally, this is the second band from today's cutout bin that hails from Austin, Texas. Pretty cool cover. It's like a chick at a drum set. There's a hand holding her. It's black. Mm-hmm. The band I'm talking about is called Black Lipstick, and the album's called Converted Thieves. And when I listen to this, I don't know. It's not something I go to a lot, but it kind of puts me in a place like for listening to like Queens of the Stone Age or Caius, kind of like a Texas desert session. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a handful of good tunes on this album. It's it's not bad. It's kind of worth checking out. Some of it's kind of weird, but this tune's all right. I kind of dig this one. There's something about it. Like I said, it's got that Queens of the Stone Age kind of thing going on to it, and I dig it. This is a tune from 2004. The band's called Black Lipstick, and the song's called Hot Sinners.
weird, man. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Uh, that one, not for me. Not my cup of tea. No, I kind of yeah. dug it. Like I said, the whole album's not something I'd go to, but I like that song. That's I have heard cool. of that band. Have you? Yeah, they've gotten some critical praise, probably for the Austin connection. Maybe. With the whole South by Southwest scene. But uh, yeah, I've definitely heard of them before. But they don't sound like a band that would be called Black Lipstick. No, see, that's the, the thing. The name's cooler than the music. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the thing. You know, it, it kind of it's it doesn't as much as i make it seem like here today that every time i buy a dollar cd it's awesome oh there's a lot of stinkers out there there's some losers too actually i got i'll show you them here in a minute before we wrap up i've got a couple of stinkers i could tell you about that i got um as far as i tell black lipstick they're not around anymore they did release one more album before disappearing itunes says people that like black lipstick also bought weezer and the imagination dragons (laughs) All right. You ready for something completely different? What? All right. This is a band called the Hellhounds. Okay. Right? It's got a Christian band, right? Skeletons on the cover. You know, they're called the Hellhounds. I mean, that that looks metal. You know, it seems like it could be metal. I did some research on this, and man... It's tough. There's like 100,000 bands called the Hellhounds. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. This is something I found on an old Denmark website from the 2000s called rocktimes.de. Okay. And you'll have to, I'm going to quote a little bit of this, but you might have to excuse the auto-translate. Okay. <laughs> the Hellhounds from Florida present their Delta Billy Blues on their first silver disc. Halfway between somewhere and nowhere. For years, the musical material was thoroughly tested at concerts until the present album was recorded in just eight days in September of 2005 at Leeway Music Studio in Memphis. Mm. The band's lineup for the CD includes Ron Rummage on bass, the drummer Steve Potts weaving a dense rhythmic carpet with plenty of drive. Potts is currently missing. In the summer of 2005, Bill Meredith took his place on the drum stool and replaced it. Frontman Vince Floyd. Okay. <laughs> I love the translation. I'm lost. I should be reading this in a horrible Swedish accent. Yeah. Frontman Vince Flora. Responsible for vocals, blues harp, and guitar made his first musical experiences in the clubs in and around Philadelphia. He acted as an opener for B.B. King and Government Mule, among others. Hmm. Guitarist Johnny B. Miller got his first guitar at the age of 11 and was inspired by blues-based rock acts Johnny Winter, Savoy Brown, and Cream. After some tours with different bands, he moved to South Florida, where the Hellhounds were born. You know, like I said, I'm looking at the CD... The Hellhounds, it's a cool name. There's skeletons on the cover. It was a buck, so I bought it. It's like Delta Blues mixed with Southern Rock. And, yeah, it says Delta Billy Records. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah, that's what it is. I'll let you check it out. Here's the Hellhounds with a song about smoking crack. I don't smoke that stuff 
side. You mix it up with the water and soda, and then you get some fire. You eat it up until she rolls, then you watch the all slide. You pull there with your slippery knife, you jones and all side. Oh, you heat it up until your soul is gone, so easy to do. You're gonna meet the nicest people when the some harder rocking songs on the album but that one made me smile a little bit you know there's nothing wrong with a little psa about the dangers of becoming a crackhead of all the songs about smoking crack that might be my favorite yeah i think so yeah, it's up I think, there yeah definitely maybe influenced by their time spent in memphis i don't know <laughs> just saying <laughs> oh geez looked all over for information about this band there's about like i said 100 million bands named the hellhounds you know itunes shows they also have a self-titled release out there mm. Steve Potts may or may not still be missing. Yeah, what the fuck happened to him? I don't know. Weird. 
All right. So like I said, you know, it seems like, wow, every CD Camaro buys for a dollar is gold, but that's not always <laughs> the case. So I got three here These that suck. I was going to show to you that are totally misleading. You know, check that one out. This okay. is a band called The Sidewinders. The Witch album's Doctor. called Witch Doctor. That it's, looks like it, a rock band. Yeah, it's got a totally metal-looking cover, but when you listen to it, it sounds like bad REM. Oh, no. And I don't even, I'm not sure that there's any good REM, so that stuff's pretty bad. Yeah, I've never heard of this band at all. No, there's it's not good. Unless you really like Bad R.E.M., you know, you might want to check them out. You ever heard of K.T. Tunstall? I have. Look at this chick. She's got a... Um, that looks like totally a rock album. She's, yeah, but... She's on the cover. She's, she's all glowing and glittery. She's got this total rock pose going on. But I bring it home and I listen to it, and you know what? The songs are freaking awesome, mm-hmm. but it's all just so wimpy. You know, the band is so wimpy. The songs are great. Like, if you took these same songs mm-hmm. and gave them to David Coverdale and, and Whitesnake and said, do these songs, but add electric guitar to them, it would rule. a song that was a hit i think it's called little black horse and a cherry tree it was a it was a pop hit yeah but and it gets used a lot on uh singing competition shows really because i mean she's got a great voice she's a great singer right but yeah though she's definitely not a not a rocker doesn't rock and i tried to give it a chance but yeah that that album's a trip because the songs are really really well written and well done look at this tell me that's not a metal album right there death in vegas it's the band sounds like it's metal album's called dead elvis the album's called dead elvis i'm thinking dollar shoot yeah man that's metal i gotta check that out well, what does it sound like? No, it's bad. It's bad. What would you compare it to? Nothing that I'd ever listened to. What is it, like poppy? Or it's like... Alternative? Uh, No, it's not even a like, band. It's like uh, sounds and things. Oh, so it's like an EDM type thing? I don't know. Hmm. That sounds horrible, so yeah, definitely must be like something like that. Like electronica or Something like that. Or? Jazzy electronica sampling. Blah. They didn't go anywhere with an album covering yeah. a name like that and then not sounding like a rock band. Right. Okay. Totally fooled me. Yeah. Somebody got my dollar. Well. Good thing it was a Goodwill. I don't have to feel too bad about that. They can't all be winners. Nope, they sure can't. But I saved this one special for the end. Okay. Because this was the one I said you'd go ahead and listen to ahead of time. Right. Because when I heard this album, I was like, Chris is going to freaking love this. And you were correct. And I was correct. <laughs> 
And, you know, before we wrap it up, I'd just like to say, you guys know me. You know, I just love to turn people on to new music. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris, you're the same way. I don't know how, why we are wired this way, but we just are, you know. I've been like this since I was, as long as I can remember, being, being a little tiny kid on the school bus trying to tell other little tiny kids about Kiss, trying yeah. to explain to them what Kiss was, you know. Mm-hmm. And then getting older and having friends where you'd argue and debate over who's the better guitar player, or who's best singer, you know, or whose band is the best, you know. and mm-hmm. It's just always been who I am, you know, and so by doing this, I get a kick out of it because I'm finding some weird stuff that's actually really cool, and then I'm able to turn you guys on to it, mm-hmm. and here I know when I heard this, I was like, Chris, is this is going to be one of his new favorite bands. I loved what I heard. I can't wait to listen to the rest of it. I like it a lot, too. So here's what I found out about this band. Let me tell you, they're called Czar, T-S-A-R. This album came out in the year 2000. And they were formed in L.A. in 1998. These guys were clearly fans of the Sunset Strip artists, but by 98, the strip looked more like something you'd see on The Walking Dead. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of still looks that way. These guys, man, they tried to bring it back. They really did. But, you know, these were the days when Limp Biscuit and Creed were the kings of rock and roll. And a band powered by the spirit of Cheap Trick? Mm-mm. Not happening. You also got to remember, it's going to be a whole nother year before Tough releases American Hair Band. Yeah. Making it cool again to appreciate These things like dark days. melodies and guitar solos and things. Yeah, we're both still a year off from that. This features Steve Coulter on drums and Jeff Solomon on bass, Dan Kerr on lead guitar, and Jeff Whalen on rhythm guitar and lead vocals. Jeff Whalen wrote most of the songs on this first album, which is what I've got here. It's the self-titled. I think I know Jeff Whalen from something else. That name's familiar. 99 cents. What's that sticker say on there? Why did I buy says, this? Uh, Czar exhibit all the qualities of what will rescue rock and roll. Anthemic choruses, blasting riffs, and an all-important sense of melodic richness rooted in the tradition of classic British invasion pop. No doubt fueled by the brash free-for-all spirit of early punk. That's it. 99 cents. That sold it right there. It's produced by Rob Cavallo. Oh, and he's... And that guy has made millions of dollars yeah. with Green Day and the Goo Goo Dolls. And, and mixed by Chris Lord Alge. Did you know that right yeah. before this album was released, that Rob Cavallo, he was working with Kiss on their epic song, Nothing Can Keep Me From You. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> My opinion of Rob Cavallo just went to shit. <laughs> jeez. <laughs> Rob Cavallo's worked on a lot of good stuff aside yeah. from that. <laughs> yeah, unlike that song, most of the songs in this album are pretty damn good. Czar lists their main influences as Guns N' Roses mm-hmm. and the Monkees. That sounds about right. Stop, listener, for a minute and try to imagine what this must sound like. Guns N' Roses and the Monkees. From what I heard, it sounds like a that's, good blend of that. That's a mind twister right there. Yeah. Here's a nice throwback to episode 67 for you. Mm. Jeff Whalen recently did an acoustic show opening for... Nerf Herder. No shit. In California. You remember Nerf Herder? Uh, totally. The Van Halen song. That's right. That was from the very first Camaro's cutout bin all them years ago. I still listen to that song regularly. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> so there you have it. That's the Camaro's cutout bin today, and that's going to be our throwout song. You know, we got We already talked about the rock and pod. We encourage everybody to become Decibel Geek VIPs. We almost died in the last episode of Chris and Aaron. <laughs> True. Let me tell you, and the whole thing was recorded, and you can hear it, how we narrowly avoided death, certain death. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> you listen to it and tell me if it wasn't that Look, bad. if you don't like my driving, you can get off the sidewalk, okay? <laughs> well, it wasn't me that didn't like your driving. <laughs> 
All that and more available to you as Decibel Geek VIP right now. All right. So you ready to wrap this up? Yeah. All um, right. Yeah, let's, can we make sure we don't wait another eight years to do this well, one? Well, actually. To do this again. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. What I'm going to do, and the reason that I brought this back now, is because I want to start a new feature mm-hmm. of Cutout Bin, okay. where we do it individually, one at a time, Okay. maybe video record it, mm-hmm. and give it to our VIPs. I like it. So then we do Camaro's Cutout Bin, or we'll call it Chris and Aaron Cutout Bin, or Decibel Geek Cutout Bin, or whatever the hell we call it, Okay. and we'll release it exclusively, exclusively for our Decibel Geek VIPs who support us on Patreon.com. Yeah, we should do that. I, I think it's a I good like idea. The idea. Heck yeah. And also go buy a t-shirt. You guys ready for this? I'm telling you, if you like Cheap Trick... That's a good way to go out. You, you are going to just go nuts over this. This is fantastic. From the year 2000, <laughs> this is Czar with the Teen Wizards. We'll see you next week. See ya. Teen Wizards on your street. The grown-ups get so high They chain their children's hearts into the sky Let's jam the jukebox, babe The fuckers will shine on
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 